This is the Doctor. President-elect of the High Council of Time Lords. I am definitely a madman with a box. Anyone for Jelly, baby? I'm the Doctor. I'm 904 years old. I'm from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Castabras. How are you fans and welcome to the Big Blue Box Podcast. My name's Gary. And my name's Adam. And we're at episode 71. Woohoo! This is um, a potentially interesting podcast because it's the first time that Adam and I are doing it um, video over Skype. Yeah, we don't normally allow ourselves to actually see ourselves on in moving image it's normally just a photo isn't it but we're, we've got the cameras on today yeah the cameras are out which is fun because uh, it's weird because i do always rock along when the theme starts i do always dance <laughs> around now i've got to see that you do the same thing so we're both just bobbing along of course seeing tune there waiting to come in yeah that's good yeah of course it's um do you know what i was thinking of um i was thinking of reworking the theme tune mm. um into the the older one that we had I think it was the beginning of last year the more tenanty one the more tenanty one yeah because after watching the end of time as well i was very much like oh that theme is so good mm. i love that theme but um i think I'm, i think we're going to stick with this one for a bit i like this um, theme i have to say i do quite like this theme yeah because it's kind of our thing mm. for a while it's a good mix of the sort of two as well because i don't really like the series nine eight and nine theme the new Capaldi mm-hmm. theme it's too screechy it still hasn't grown on me but this one's kind of a mix of the two. I quite like it. So, yeah. Hmm. Are you still going to put some new bits in the beginning? I will do. Yeah, it's a new dialogue. I think we need yep. Capaldi in there, you see. Every time, we, every time we kick off, I'm always waiting for him to come in. Yes, that's true. We do need Capaldi, for yeah. sure. Um, we'll have to think up a, a decent quote. I mean, we've probably got a decent bag to, to reach into. We've probably got a decent handbag yeah. <laughs> of stuff to reach into. He's probably done enough yeah. decent quotes now. Yeah, well, I was, I was thinking, has Capaldi got a thing? Because you've got, obviously, Tom is Jelly Baby. Um, I, I was saying to you, I, I love uh, Unlimited Rice Pudding, uh, the Seventh Doctor. But has Capaldi got a thing? Has he got a... Because he sort of we had that shut up thing for a while where we definitely don't want that. No. But has um, he got a thing? Has he got a thing? I'm not sure. if he's got. He hasn't really got a catchphrase as such, has he? No. Um, he hasn't got like a Geronimo or an Alonzi, has he? No, that's a good point, actually. He hasn't really got a thing. He did have the... I think that was a result of Clara, though, wasn't it? He had the shut-up thing, like you say. Yeah, and I hated that, really. I'm glad they kind of phased that out, even though it kind of made a very brief appearance in um, Face the Raven, didn't it? Clara said it mm-hmm. in, the, in that last speech. And I was like, no, don't don't bring that back. Um, but yeah, no, he hasn't really. It's kind of been, am I a good man and all that sort of stuff, and... Yeah, we'll have to work through. If anyone, any listener out there can think of a good Capaldi quote that we can put in the beginning of the uh, intro, mm-hmm. that would be good. Let us know, because I'm sure there's loads, actually, if we were to think about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. If we, yeah. um, if we, there, um, there must be um, uh, a Doctor Who fan site out there or somebody's project where they've got a load of cool quotes from each Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they must have added some Capaldi ones in there. Mm. Do a bit of research. But yeah, if you know of any... Send them in. We'll use yeah, it. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, so we'll oh. keep the music, but we'll just add in some extra stuff from each doctor. 
Talking of uh, making stuff and doing stuff, I saw your wallpapers, your doctor's wallpapers. Um, yep. Absolutely love those, mate. Good good work there. Cheers, dude. Um, I, I've got the Capaldi one on mine. You'll be pleased here. No doubt you've got the Tenon. Uh, I've got Capaldi at the moment. Got Capaldi? Yeah. Oh, you got Capaldi? All right. I, I, I'd have put money on you having Tenon. Well, I've got Tenon on the phone. Yeah. Oh, you got Tenon on the phone. Tenon on the phone. Um, Capaldi on the desktop. All right, I've got Capaldi on the desktop. I was going to say, if um, listeners, if you haven't checked them out yet, Gary has uh, made some really cool um, desktop and phone wallpapers featuring the 9th, 10th, 11th and 12th Doctors. So go, they're on the website, aren't they? You can just go and download them. Yes, yeah. If you head over to um, yeah to the website, it's um, normal address forward slash wallpaper hyphen pack one. That's it. Or wallpapers <laughs> hyphen. If you just go to the website... Uh, Big Blue Box Podcast at Codic UK. It's I think it's the top post at the moment, the one at the top. They're really nice. It's it's yeah. not always easy to find high def pictures, is it? I really struggled a lot to mm. find because um, I thought to myself, right, if I'm going to do if I'm going to design a wallpaper pack, I'm not just going to do um, like one screen resolution. I'm going to try and do all of them. So I've, there's like there's a 5K one for you know the big 27 inch IMAX. Yeah. So there's those ones all the way down. So it's like that 4K HD, iPad, iPhones, all that stuff. But the only trouble is it's all right when you're down on the HD one, which is like 1920 by 1080. That's okay. Um, but when you go to like 4K and 5K, trying to find really high res images of each doctor um, is a bit of a challenge. And it's okay for Capaldi, actually, because some of the recent promo images have been um, relatively okay. They've been shot mm. really nicely and you know, really decent res, but I'm thinking of doing, well, um, I think on the last show or the show before that, even I did say that I, if you guys wanted it, I would do a war doctor version. Oh, I was wondering if you were going to, yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are up for it, then let me know and I'll do one for, um, for John Hurt, but I'm also thinking of doing one for all the classic doctors, Ooh. slightly different style well you know similar style but slightly tweaked for the classic years but mm. that would be a nightmare trying to find a really high-res photo of William Hartnell or Patrick Troughton or something so mm. yes I will see yeah well I was just thinking that because I know sometimes when I um, go to find a picture to put up for the listeners comments if we're doing a classic um, I, I quite often struggle to find decent pictures mm-hmm you know, because they look fine when you click on them, and then when you actually enlarge them, they're really bad. Um, so yep. yeah, you, it would be good though. I'd love to have some classic covers. You did get a request as well, didn't you, to to get some to do something? I saw on Twitter someone wanted something. Yes, yes, I we did. It was from somebody called. Mm, 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 I think it's Richard Davis. Richard Davis. I think. Um, no, no, no. It wasn't Richard Davis. Oh, it was Peter Adamson. Uh, oh, yeah. Pedro the Hoovian. Uh, he said, yes, any chance of the classic Doctor wallpapers in a similar style? Loving all the new ones, uh, loving all the new series ones I'm using. Okay, yeah, so if there's an appetite for them, um, if we get enough people, um, you know, say they want them, then I'll do them. Yeah, because they're going to be, like I say, it's going to be a bit more hard work, isn't it? But if people want them, that'd be good. Sure. I'd love the War Doctor one. I think that'd be great because having listened to the uh, Only the Monstrous set, I'm just, I'm loving the War Doctor. Okay. Um, I, I just, it's a great set, that. Really good. So, yeah. Yeah, no worries. Um, okay, well, War Doctors, um, I'll get that one done for sure. Um, and then the classic ones, yeah. If you guys want them, we'll do them. Excellent. Actually, 
Happy New Year, mate. Yes, yes. This will be going out on New Year's Day, New won't Year's it? New Year's Day, yes. Oh, all our listeners will be all hungover and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've just, I'll probably still yeah. be in bed. What time is it? Yeah. Yeah, 11 o'clock will be tucked up. Oh, yeah. Hungover. To, yeah. So I just thought, oh, because we're recording on Wednesday the 30th of December. And I was just about to say, so maybe I'll do them next year. But it is next year. It's 2016. It is this year. Yeah, we're time travelling on podcast. Yeah, it's getting timey-wimey. For real, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year. So we, yeah. we had our end-of-year review last week, mm. and it was um, it was safe to say that I think Doctor Who in general had a great year. You it know did. what? I bet you're going to have a great year. <laughs> and I, yeah, I think not just us. I mean, we the podcast, we had a great year. We did. Uh, the Geeks Handbag had a great year, some cracking videos over there. And then just the fandom in general, um, like some of the other Hootubers that we knock about with and mm. some people that we'd met up at conventions and stuff, everybody just seemed to just be really into Who this year. And I think because, um, or last year, should I say, if you're listening to this on Friday onwards. Yeah, <laughs> so last year, 2015, um, yeah, fandom just seemed to really really take it up a notch for me. I'm not sure what it was. The last few years, I think because Series 8 was a bit up and down mm. and we had a lot of people dropping out and people you know, going nuts about certain episodes and then you had people really loving certain episodes and everyone... you know. But I think 2015, because Series 9 was so strong as well and then we had the official festival, everybody was hyped up for that and some other bits and pieces. And Big yeah. Finish knocked it out of the park as well. 2015, they had a brilliant year. Oh, didn't they? Yeah. Big Finish, they really... They just took it up to like factor, factor eleven. Mm. Um, so yeah, twenty fifteen. It was a good one. I was going to say because that's the thing. I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be relying on Big Finish a lot in two thousand sixteen. Because obviously yeah. we don't know, we don't know when we're going to get some new Who on the screens yet. Um, and I think it's going to be a bit of a wait to be honest with you. And that's we've had this before. Um, mm -hmm. and it's not such a big deal. I mean, because time goes so quick anyway. You know, when it gets when it does get announced when it's coming back, um, I do think it's going to be quite far off, but it'll soon come round. But yeah, I think we're going to have a few months of um, having to uh, entertain ourselves, and that's one thing that Doctor Who fans are really good at, isn't it? Um, is actually you yep. know uh, finding other things to do with the show, um, whether it be fan audios or big finish, and we already know that Big Finish have got some great stuff coming out. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the David Tennant and and ah. uh, mm -hmm. Catherine Tate um, coming back on Big Finish. I am I know it's unlikely, but I'm really hoping they do a couple of, of the conventions. You know, the Big Finish days, because we've been to a couple. Uh, yeah, It's unlikely, but you never know. You just never know, because they might be really into it. So fingers crossed. But either way, I'm well looking forward to those audios coming out. Oh yeah, they're going to be awesome, and you you never know because I I thought it was a bit of a shock when it was announced that those two were going to do some big finish. Mm. I thought it was going to be a bit longer before the Beeb allowed any of the newer doctors uh, to do anything because it was only recently. I mean, I say recent; it wasn't that long ago that David Tennant appeared in the fiftieth special. Yeah, mm. so I thought that they would there were some maybe some contractual things or something that would you know some more time would need to go by before they would let them uh do anything else outside of the you know the standard tv show yeah so you do never know you know if we get an announcement for those guys to do big finish this early on 
you know they could i mean if they were to appear at day of the doctors the 10th planet guys they might need a bigger venue oh they oh well, i'm being they serious will. yeah yeah they will they uh, they definitely would yeah because yeah. i know Next it's, thing in, sorry i know it's very classic orientated anyway it's very much you know about colin baker and mccoy and and obviously tom baker but i think if you got david tennant there and Catherine Tate together yeah that's a sellout within minutes kind of thing oh it would it'd be yeah. crazy you'd never get everyone in in the uh it's the Copthorne, isn't it? Copthorne Hotel. That, in, that bar in Windsor. Be, in Windsor, <laughs> a.k.a. Slough. Uh, yeah, that'd be just be bursting at the seams, I think. Um, yeah. But it would be great. I mean, yeah, if they did do something. Um, it's funny because I was going to say, next thing you know, we'll get Chris Eccleston uh, involved. And there was something on the other night. I don't know if you saw this. Because I, I hadn't seen advertised. They just happened to be channel hopping. And there was some strange program about classical music or something. Um, and Chris Freckleston was sort of, um, he was sort of introducing it and, and, and all the music and stuff, but he, he was very much in the sort of um, doctor zone. I don't know if you saw this thing. I don't no, even know what it no. was called. It, um, it was really strange because it started with him sort of, in, he's sort of wearing a black jacket with a T-shirt underneath. Right. And he's got his hair really short again. And he was kind of on the floor doing this speech about space and time and stuff like that. And I was thinking, what is this? I thought it was an advert at first, but it was actually, I'd, I'd just call the beginning of the program. But he was definitely channeling the Knife Doctor in this performance. And I, I wish I knew what it was. I hope somebody out there um, knows what I'm banging on about. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I was just thinking now, I, I just was surprised to see him doing it because, you know, he did that that brilliant Ninth Doctor um, speech for the Doctor Who Daniel recently. Yeah. And then seeing him do this, I was thinking, hmm, I don't want to get my hopes up, but maybe he is starting to slightly come round to it again because if anyone saw this program they will definitely know what i mean he was without doubt he wasn't being the ninth doctor but he was definitely um definitely going down that direction he had that even vibe, in the look yeah, yeah he had that vibe even in the clothes and i don't know you know what i mean like when he's doing all the sort of the, the movements like he was on the floor like this and he was sort of talking to camera and i was just thinking well this is yeah this is very doctorish hmm but maybe I'm just getting my hopes up. I don't know if we'll ever see Chris on Big Finish, but that would be awesome, though. Mm. I'd just like yeah. to see him coming round to it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't we all? Because mm. I'll take sorry. Yeah, because I think it's kind of unanimous that um, his time on the show was too short. Yeah, I think if we'd have got at least another series out of him, uh, that would have been. Yeah, that that I think we would have he would have really stretched it a bit more. So yeah, some some big finish from him. Maybe we'll see that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it would be good. It would be good. I was just thinking of the other stuff they got coming out as well. Um, um obviously the, there's another War Doctor set, um, coming out very soon. They, they rattled them out really quick. Um, what else have we got? We've got all those classic Doctors that box set with all the new monsters as well. That's ah, going to be really good. I think um, I'm looking forward to that the most. You know, mm. I don't know why. Just something about that just screams instant classic to me yeah yeah i think I just and i love all the artwork and stuff that they do now and, and, and all that so so yeah big finish they're going to fill a big gap while we're waiting for some new who some new tv who mm -hmm. uh, which is going to be good i tell you what we're watching lots of classics aren't we in between now and then oh loads mm. yeah loads of classics buddy um i'll tell you what though mate i was i was looking out for um a big finish kind of boxing day new year's sale Oh yeah, and I haven't seen it yet. 
No, they've been doing this sort of 12 days of Christmas thing, yeah. which it, is mostly downloads. Yeah. I mean, I've not really... I'm, I'm pretty sure that I think it was the year before last or something, they had a load of deals on around Boxing Day, mm. something like that. And I was... Because I was going to order some stuff. I think it was... Um, I think it was the beginning of this week. Yeah. And I was... I, I, I put some stuff in the basket and I thought, right, this is going to be cool. And then... I thought, I thought to myself, hold on a minute, what if they do like a Boxing Day sale mm. or, a, or a, a New Year sale, like an early thing, but mm, it hasn't arrived? No, I've been keeping an eye on them because, mm. yeah, like you, I, I've picked up a few things from them over Christmas before. Um, the only thing that's caught my eye so far is they did do an offer on the Benjamin and Baxter um, audios, oh, yeah. which I hear are brilliant and I haven't got any of them. And they were doing the first series for 20 quid um, instead of 40. And I was really, really tempted, but um, I'm, I'm absolutely brassic. I'm so, so broke at the minute. Yeah. But that, that did catch my eye and I was very tempted to get it, but I didn't, unfortunately. Because I also, there's quite a lot of other stuff I want to get from them. I want to get, there's a fourth Doctor series, the last series I want to get. Yeah. Um, and also there's a new series coming out with Lala Ward, which I really, really want to get, but I don't want to hear that for I've heard series three. So there's just so much. I, I, yeah, it's breaking the bank. It is, mate. And this time of year, it's a bit tough as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I overspent at the weekend. Oh, yes, I saw your picture. You went to the fantastic Who shop, didn't you? In <laughs> Is it Upton Park? Uh, next to Upton Park, yeah. Yeah. Um, West Ham, yeah. West Ham, yeah. And because uh, we, were, we were driving through that area and um, kind of very sneakily turned to the wife and said, uh, you know, there's a, <laughs> there's, a, there's a Doctor Who shop down there, isn't there? She's like, oh, <laughs> fine, 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so ran in there and it was packed. It's the oh, first time man. I've seen it, like, absolutely packed in there. Really? Yeah, because I think I've been, I haven't been in there loads i think this is like maybe the fifth time i guess mm. over the years i've been in there and i've always been there with just maybe a few other people milling around um i know it was match day as well but they didn't look like footy fans no um but yeah there must have been about 15 15 people in there it's, it's really a good. great shop it's wall to wall but i mean it's so much you could spend hours in there 10 minutes i wouldn't have even got past the sort of entrance i don't think there's so much stuff in there isn't there yeah well i ended up spending nearer 20 minutes in there yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's like, um, I always remember the way that you described it when we very first mentioned it. Um, you described it as an, an Aladdin's cave mm. of Doctor Who merchandise. And it's really true because every time I go in there, I'm pretty sure it's the same, some of the same stuff, but I, it always feels like I'm uncovering new new bits, especially from the classic years. Yeah. Um, they've just got so much stuff in there and... Um, yeah, so I was having a, a look around and I picked up a calendar for next year. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's my turn this year for the calendar up on the kitchen wall. Oh, um, so I got the really cool looking, um, it's like the quote, it's like, um, it's just a white background with like various doctors in like this pink and purpley I know sort the one. of colour and it's got some quotes on them and stuff. So that was really cool. Um, and I was going to buy, I was going to pick up some other, like little bits and pieces, like a couple of books and stuff. And then I thought, do you know what? I've put it off for too long. I've not owned the official Tom Baker scarf. Oh, yes. It's been too long, mm. you know, so it was unforgivable, really. Um, so <laughs> I picked that up and I didn't realise, because they, they must have had it at a cheaper price, mm. but I didn't realise it was the mega long. You know, Levazzi oh. brought out, you know, the 
one they brought out recently, the yeah. really long, like the 18 foot. I mean, dude, it's so it, long. Yes, I've seen. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. yeah. One thing I bet I, you were yeah. opening it going, yeah. oh my, more. There's more. <laughs> like, like one of those magician's hankies that just keeps coming out more and more. That's exactly what it was like. That's all I was yeah. unraveling it. And um, my wife, Natchi, was like, have they just like put a few of them together? Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 this is. And I was like, hold on a minute. It is actually quite long. So, yeah, I checked the tag and it says it does say the longer version. But one thing I do love about it is um, it's com it's it's screen accurate. Yes. It The colors are, are bang on. Yeah. I was going to say that one's actually more screen accurate because the, the initial one they did is really nice and colorful and it's a lovely scarf. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and you sort of think it's you think it's perfect. And then when you actually compare it to the one Tom wore, it's kind of how you picture it. But then when you see it on screen, you're like, oh, no, it's not. And so the second version, A, it's more like the proper length. Um, goodness knows how Tom wore that every day on set. Yeah. <laughs> Must have driven him mad after a while. But also it's much more screen accurate in the colours. It's, a yeah, brilliant. I was just thinking they did, um, they just released a very small version as well, didn't they? Like a mini one. Yes. Now that now yeah. that would have been disappointed, wouldn't it, if you'd have opened it and it would have been <laughs> that tiny one that just is like a normal scarf length. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if, you got that for a good price, did you? Uh, yeah, I think it was, um, hold on. Oh, no, I'm gonna, I think it was about, I think it was 60 quid. Right, okay. Yeah, and I think it normally goes out for, I think it's 70 quid. It is, 75 yeah. 75 quid or yeah. something. So, um, yeah, so 60 quid and, um, yeah, it's really, really cool. You'll be needing that when the when the winter hits. <laughs> when it finally comes, you'll be needing that big skull. Well, yeah. I imagine you wrapped head to toe in it, like sort of mummified in it. Well, I kind of feel like, um, I kind of feel like a centauran in it because I'm like <laughs> wrapped around and round and or it, it kind of... Because you have to wrap it around, as you know, you know, so many times. Yeah. Um, it kind of goes up and up, and all you see is like, you know, from the, your top lip upwards. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it's very cool though. I'm glad I've finally got one because I've wanted for some reason. It's one of those things where like, yeah, I'll get that at some point, or mm. you know, I pick it up. You know, when I'm next there, or I'll order it online when I've got some money, whatever. But you know, just you know, as a as a, a big Tom Faker, Tom Faker, Tom Faker, as a Tom Faker ban. Um, I've just left it too long, so it's unforgivable, really. So I do apologise, but yeah, it's uh, it's finally around my neck. I look forward to seeing you rocking that at our next convention. Yes, you tripping over it in the bar. Oh, it'll be great because <laughs> <laughs> I always wear my 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 burgundy one. The, you know the the last Tom Baker season one. I've been oh, I wearing that. that forever. Yeah. yeah, it's getting a bit raggedy now, but I, I always dig it out. But um, <laughs> that'd be quite good to see you in yours as well. Okay, next man. thing you know, you'll be wearing a McCoy jumper. Oh, of course, yeah. Mm. Um, that's next. Actually, no, that's next on the list. Is it really the McCoy tank top? Yeah. My goodness, you are getting into McCoy. I, I can imagine you at the bar actually. You're just standing there with some other Hoovians and you'll just hear this massive crash and smash. <laughs> and you won't even look around, you'll just be like, here's Gary. Yeah, he's had a few. <laughs> yeah, he's been on the whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. That'd be good. Did you, um, so was that, that's what you got? You didn't get anything else? Uh, no, I almost bought another thing that I've been eyeing up for a while. I think you've got all of them, is these classic Dr. Mugs. Yeah, yeah, the mugs. Yeah. I was eyeing up a couple of those, and then I thought, I need to kind of play. Because whenever you go shopping with your better half, you need to have a strategy, I found. Mm. You, you can't just mm. blow all your cash, because that's when you start getting the, really? You've spent how much? Oh, in yeah. In the Who that's shop? 
I don't go shopping with my other half. I, I have to go on my own. <laughs> yeah. So you have to be, you have to have a plan of action. So I thought to myself, what I'll do is I'll just pick these things up for now. Um, but then on the way back, I was like, so did you see those really cool mugs in there? Oh, I probably should have picked one of those up. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get them next time. So you've planted the seed early. So yeah. next time you go in there, they're fully expecting you to pick up, you know, what, what you've what you've said that you, you wish you would have got. So I think mm. next time I go in there or we're up in uh, down in London, Forbidden Planet or something, I'll, um, I'll pick them up then. Yeah, oh, I like that plan. That's, that's I like I like what you did there. I'll have to remember that. I don't know if it'll work on my other half, but uh, I'll certainly give that a go. Yeah, just plant the seed one. early. So, which one would you have bought if you'd have got a mug? Well, I really like the. Um, do you know what? It's not a coincidence, but I really did like the McCoy one. Yeah, oh, because he's got the hat. Yeah, he he looks really good. The Bacon one looks pretty good because yeah. I found that, um, regardless of what it is, whether it's a, an action figure or um, uh, a big chief thing or something to do with tom baker it's always hit and miss whether they get the sculpt correct you know the mm. likeness yeah for some reason it always seems to be tom baker that they struggle with um and but i thought the mug looked pretty good i wasn't on the, on the tom baker yeah yeah i yeah. thought the mug looked actually pretty good mm. See, those are, just in case anyone doesn't know what we're on about they're basically the mug is sculpted into the face yeah of the doctor isn't it and i remember when these first come out they're thinking they there's the sort of online pictures. They they kind of they're the sort of bit of merchandise that look better in hand. The real thing looks better because I think when you look at them online, I don't think they they come across that well. I think they look mm -hmm. a bit tacky. But actually, when you get them, there is something about them. And I I bought one and then just really just had to get them all, <laughs> <laughs> which won't surprise anyone. As you do, but they do. They look better, and the real thing looks better than than the actual pictures. I think. Yeah, but the Baker one, yeah, it's good. He's got the big hat and everything. Mm -hmm. Forbidden Planet were selling them really cheap at one point. I, mean, I think I paid um, like two ninety nine, three ninety nine for some of them. They were they were really heavily reduced not that long ago. So okay. have to have a look. you have to have a look see what they've got. Yes, so that's Ooh. next on the list. Next on the list. And did you get any Who stuff for Christmas? I did. Oh. I did. I, I got the, the Grown Ups colouring book. Oh, I got that pretty good it is good yeah. yeah i like a bit of coloring in i just like the cover because <laughs> it's like um white with a sort of sparkly shiny tardis that's the one isn't it same it. one like yep. a maze or something and then the yeah i know it's um yeah it's something about it I, I like it as well yeah uh i also got some doctor who lounge pants oh, i didn't know, get any of those like you know the the kind of cozy baggy pajama buttons they look very cool are they, have you got them to hand? I'd actually quite like to see those. I have. Just bear with me. Bear with. Okay. Bear with. Bear with. I'll do some uh, elevator music while you get them because um, I, I like the sound of these and I haven't seen them. Oh, here he comes. Yeah. So th these were a present, yeah? These were a present, yeah. These were from my sister, actually. Um, I'll, I'll stick. This is no good for you guys listening, of no, course. No. So I'll, I'll stick a <laughs> picture on, on Facebook or something. Ooh. But. Uh, yeah, I have never seen those before, and I really like them. They're awesome. Where does she get them? Um, I'm I'm really not sure. I didn't ask. Um, For the benefit of the listener, they're kind of white lounge pants with um dar with Dalek, well the Tardis on the Doctor Who logo and Daleks written on it in yellow, and it's very retro and cool. Yeah, the, it's the classic logo, mm. and the really old Daleks logo that they put on some really old. 
stories they did back in the 70s. I think what's surprising me about them more than anything is that it's very rare that there's any merchandise out there I haven't seen. Ah. I'm such a hoarder and collector. And I've never seen them. Yeah. Well, yeah, cool. I've, I've got um, lounge pants envy. <laughs> did you pick, did you get any swag? Um, I got, uh, well, I got the coloring book, same as you, um, which I was really quite pleased about because I'd, I was in the queue in Waterstones buying this game for my dad before Christmas. And I was in the queue forever because <laughs> it was like just before Christmas Eve or whatever. And um, they had this table next to the queue that was at a massive pile of those coloring books so i kept picking it up thinking should i get one of these and <laughs> i was thinking because i was there in the queue for so long i kept picking it up putting it back anyway i did eventually put it back so i was quite pleased that someone actually bought it me because mm-hmm. i um yeah I, I didn't get it so that's good and uh, the only other thing i got uh, my sister got me a very cool doctor who t-shirt which no i haven't got it to hand but it's basically um just a TARDIS, basically. Very, very similar to the hoodie that Gary is wearing right now. So it's basically blue top with the TARDIS windows. Actually, it's more like the back of yours, Gary. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's just like the TARDIS windows on the front and the blue T-shirt. And uh, and it's massive as well. She's obviously thought I've put on a bit of weight because it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's it's like extra, 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 extra lot. But it's, it's a real cool, nice T-shirt. So um, I'll be no doubt wearing that in one of my new videos this year, next year, this year. Oh, nice one. <laughs> but, but that was it. So, yeah, I think that's all I got. I don't tend to get much shoe stuff because people just think, assume I've got everything. So, yeah, just those two bits. Cool. Really. The only other thing I got was, um, was a little desk calendar. Oh, yeah. You know... Um, the ones that you just tear off every day. I know. Yeah, and it's the quotable Doctor Who. So I think every day it's just the quote. Ah, oh, that might come in handy for our new intro. Oh, that's that a good idea, yeah. Perfect. Let's uh, through those, yeah. Funny enough, I picked that up yesterday and had a look at it. I didn't buy it, actually, because the guy couldn't give me a price. He was Everything <laughs> was reduced, but it, this one didn't have a sticker on it. And I was like, is this reduced? He's like, um, yeah. Uh, and he faffed around for so long. And then um, my other half came out and was moaning. And I was just like, I'll forget it. So I put it back. But I did actually pick that up yesterday and had a look at it. So I know the one you mean. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, uh, yeah, that was Christmas. Did you get to, um, did you get to watch, you know, today's review episode on the day or or, on, or not? Because I didn't even attempt it. I was in a house with 22 other people. So I wasn't even going to attempt to watch Husbands of River Song <laughs> Christmas Day. Um, well, I watched it. Um, uh, I did watch it a few days before it went out. Oh, yeah. As I think you did, um, yeah. just because I wanted to get some notes down early. Um, and on Christmas Day, I just completely wrote it off because um, we we just had a house full of people and it was really noisy and stuff. And I, and I knew that if I put it on and tried to watch it, I would just get really miffed with people. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, shut up. Um, so, yeah, I didn't even bother. But I did watch it. Um, I recorded it anyway um, on the old Skybox. And I just watched it. I think I watched it. Boxing Day or day after Boxing Day, yeah, um, yeah. So I've, I've seen it a couple of times, and uh, yeah, did you attempt to watch it? Because you had loads of people knocking about. No, no, no. I, I was the same as you. I was, I was quite glad that we got a preview copy because it meant I could. Because I'm normally like you on Christmas Day. I know that I'm not going to be able to hear it, but I still try and force myself to <laughs> to watch it over all the noise. And and thankfully we'd we'd got a preview copy, so I watched it early. And then Christmas Day, I didn't even attempt it because I was in a house of 22 people. Um, there was no chance of it. I don't think the TV even was switched on till about sort of 7, 8 o'clock. I, I don't even remember even seeing the TV going. So, um, so yeah, no, I didn't watch it Christmas Day. I did watch it again. Um, must have been two days after. No, where are we? 
I've forgotten now. I did watch it after <laughs> Christmas. Must have not Boxing Day, was it? I can't remember now. But the the strange thing is, I think it's one of the few times when I've watched the Christmas special sober, not once but twice. <laughs> um, it's really unusual because I think normally when I watch it, I've, I've it's normally when we get in on Christmas night, I've normally got to, you know, I can't wait till the next morning. I've normally got to watch it you know, as soon as I can. Yeah. So I'm normally really, really smashed when I watch it. Um, but yeah, so I've seen it twice now and both times sober, which is, a, I think is a first for a Christmas special. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, obviously we'll get to the review in a minute and um, yeah, perhaps it would have been better if I'd have had a few drinks. But anyway, we'll get into the review and see. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, maybe, I'm not sure, maybe, you know, based on previous Christmas specials, it's probably better to watch it slightly Slightly drunk still. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good to good to have a few drinks before watching it to get into that festive spirit. I think, yeah, uh, or just to yeah. numb the pain, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, well, I'm intrigued to see. We'll get get into the review in a sec, but intrigued to see what you thought of it because, um, uh, I, well, a I've got no idea, um, and b the, the the reaction from people towards it's been quite positive. It's it got quite a good. Well, it's been mixed, of course, as you'd expect, but there's been quite a lot yeah. of positivity towards it. So it'll be interesting to see what you think of it. <laughs> sure. Um, why don't we actually, yeah, why don't we land it and get into the review? Yeah, I think we should. So Adam, my good fellow, what are we reviewing <laughs> this week? So this week is, of course, the Christmas special, The Husbands of River Song. Majesty, I assure you, she is the perfect bait. When this woman is in danger, the doctor will always come. Oh, you are a moron. No, he won't. He's probably already here. No, he isn't. Of course he isn't. Possibly on this ship. Well, go on. Scan it then. Go on, why don't you? Uh, River. Two hearts, stupid clothes. You can't miss him. River. Go on, scan the whole parsec. He's not here. God knows where he is right now, but I promise you, he's doing whatever the hell he wants and not giving a damn about me, and I'm just fine with that. When you love the Doctor, it's like loving the stars themselves. You don't expect a sunset to admire you back. And if I happen to find myself in danger, let me tell you, the Doctor is not stupid enough or sentimental enough, and he is certainly not in love enough to find himself standing in it with me. <laughs> hello sweetie hello sweetie <laughs> yeah so the husbands of river song yes so as we expected uh a moffat script <laughs> a very festive i mean well actually not festive what's the word um very upbeat wasn't it very mm. i was gonna say um jovial uh yeah quite different in tone from what we've had from series nine i would say mm-hmm. mm. yes hour long pretty good Hour long, yeah. Yep. Um, Rightio. Um, I will say off the bat, mm -hmm. um, 
I'm not really sure what its purpose is, really. Mm. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Not really sure. I'm not. It's one of those episodes where normally, when normally we've done on the past, and I've said things like, "I have no idea what happened," or "I'm not really sure." I could, I'm. I'm. Fu- I'm fully aware of what happened in this episode. I'm just not sure on its place. And yeah, um, I think I liked it. I think I liked it a little bit, Um, but I was just that it was, I think probably more accurate to say is that it's instantly forgettable. Yeah. I think it's safe to say. Um, Yes. What about you? Mm. Um, I'm quite amazed by the amount of positivity the episode's got um, because I I love a bit of... um, I like a bit of festivity at Christmas from the special. I'm mm-hmm. all for that. I'm all for for it being more lighthearted and fun. Um, but I do like that. I do like it to have content as well. Yes. Um, and I'm afraid, and I'm really sorry to be bar humbug about this, <laughs> but I really didn't enjoy it. I, re- yeah. I really, I want, I really want to. As I say, I watched it before. Christmas and I thought about a week before Christmas I thought maybe I just wasn't in the mood maybe I just watched it too earlier you know needed to be in the festive mood so um, on the second watch I, I really was open-minded I was thought I'll watch it again as if I haven't seen it just no preconceptions because I really didn't enjoy it the first time mm-hmm. so I thought no 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 put it on again you probably just weren't in the mood which has happened before with a lot of the series nine episodes you might love it you might see what everyone's enjoyed it you mm-hmm. know and I really did and I tried so I wanted to enjoy it but I really didn't. So I'm sorry to be bar humbug listeners. And I I don't want to tear into Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who, but I cannot see what's good about this episode. I it didn't it, it didn't make me laugh or anything. I found it so over the top and pantomime that I just couldn't get into it at all. In fact, I was I've never watched never looked at my watch so much during an episode, I don't think. I just kept thinking, God, scenes just went on and on and no, it didn't do it for me. I really, really just don't know why but it just didn't do it for me it fell as flat as a pancake there are about three bits in it that i like and that's that's it which we'll come on to there's there's a couple of nice little moments in there yeah but um but i just found it way over the top and i think i don't think it was as funny as it thought it was yeah yes. so i'm yeah i hate to say that because I, I just yeah but that's my feelings on it in my honest opinion mm-hmm. is I just didn't enjoy it. No, that's couldn't fair enough. In, couldn't get into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um and I think yeah, I think a lot I think a lot of people went that way rather than really liking it. Um and I feel and I I completely agree with you about the comedy side of things as well because when we found out that um Matt Lucas and Greg Davis were cast. Mm. Um I instantly thought that it was going to be a real funny um, a real funny episode. Yeah. Um, but I was really, I would probably say that I was mostly disappointed with the, with the support cast. But once again, they were just, they this were, has happened so much lately, isn't it? We get, we get some um, decent actors in it and mm-hmm. then they're given nothing to do. In fact, Greg Davis hardly appeared in it, did he? No, he was, um, and he wasn't really... Maybe he just maybe he's looking for a turn of a turn of career or something because he wasn't funny at all. His mm. character was very. I mean, he played the part as it was written, I assume. Yeah. But as a comedy, as you know, as a stand-up comedian and a, a predominantly comedy-based actor, you would have thought that 
casting someone like him, he'd bring the funny. Um, in much the same way, that, I mean, I thought Matt Lucas was funnier, but mm. both those characters I thought were really wasted and just, you know, you they could have the Beeb could have saved themselves some money mm. and, and cast, you know, somebody you know not as, you know, as as, as popular as those two. Yeah. Um, so well, you, what I'm struggling with with this episode though is that I, I on Christmas Day I wanted it to be more family friendly i think if you're gonna you know i think you can you can make allowances on a christmas episode of doctor who mm -hmm. that that you can't in, in the series so i liked the fact that the moffat was trying to write something more fun and for me it was very juvenile so i sort of thought i'm sort of struggling with my conscience a bit because i thought he's clearly tried to aim this more at the family audience which i think is a good thing for a christmas special mm -hmm. so the fact that i didn't enjoy it um it, you know as i say i'm sort of struggling with because i want you know I like what he was trying to do, I, and, I, and I wonder if perhaps um, a younger audience liked it. But um, and I kind of hope they did because it, it felt really, really childish to me. So I was kind of thinking maybe kids are loving this. So you know, it, although it's not for me, I'm hoping that they're enjoying it. If nothing else, I'm hoping it's bringing some of that sort of family audience back to the show, even though I'm not really enjoying this. But I don't know. I mean, did did your kids watch it? Did they enjoy it? No. No, they didn't watch it. Or didn't no, watch they didn't it. Sorry, mate. I didn't no, watch they didn't. It. Yeah, they didn't watch it. It's um, yeah. yeah, and I, I honestly don't think that many kids would have enjoyed this anyway. I mean, please, you know, listeners, you know, send us a tweet or something if that isn't the case. If your little ones um, uh, did indeed watch this and and they quite liked it, but there wasn't anything. I mean, you, for, I mean, for kids, you've got the big robot, which is kind of, you know, very similar to the Big Hero Six. Mm -hmm. animation film that's um that's out that's just been released on sky and stuff at the moment and it's got that kind of same vibe to it and appeal but i think once it once it's been on screen for for a couple of minutes it was instantly clear that you know it was um it, I, i'm not sure I, I just can't see it being aimed well not aimed but i can't see kids enjoying it as much as some of the other christmas specials yeah. See, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping you might have enjoyed it because I'm, I've seen a lot of positive comments for this episode, which really surprised me because, um, having seen it, I went straight online after, uh, you know, in the evening to see what people thought of it. I was really surprised how many people liked it. I mean, yeah. I'm pleased because I, you know, I want people to enjoy it just because I'm, you know, a miserable old git. <laughs> uh, just because I didn't enjoy it, I, I, you know, I'm glad to see that so many people enjoyed it. But I almost hoped you would have enjoyed it so you could tell me why, because I really don't get it. To me, it was just, um, I was actually just cringing for nearly all of it. I, I really had struggled to watch it the second time, actually, uh, yeah. if I'm honest. Um, yeah, no, no, you mean, I think, I mean, like I said, I, I think I liked it. And I, I mean, I mean, some of the things that that I did like about it was um, I thought Capaldi was good, um, as he has been. I mean, there wasn't any. I thought but, he felt felt a bit like a spare part. Well, there wasn't. Uh, yeah. yeah, there wasn't anything in the script that he could latch onto to to really bring out his character that we've seen in series nine. Mm. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't any of the epic. There wasn't any um, epic moments like we'd seen previously. Um, but I thought he was very much still in the zone of the Doctor. Because sometimes it must be difficult for an actor to come back into, um, well, I suppose how depends on how good an actor you are. But once you'd finished all of those blocks of filming for Series 9 and then you had a break, then you come back and you have to be, 
you know, because they, they filmed this, when was it? Was it in September, August, September? Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's filmed um, throughout September. So to have a break from regular filming and then to come back and have to be all Christmassy and, and, and get back into it must have been um, a challenge, I assume. But um, it certainly, there certainly wasn't anything amazing. But I just thought that he was, he slipped very well back into where this where the doctor is at the moment in the story you know in the overall arc of you know clara's gone not dead but you know clara's gone he's on mm. his own again um and it was um yeah i just thought that his uh, capaldi as it stands at the moment um it, it was a bit like matt smith once we got into like series seven i suppose it, it, it just feels like it doesn't matter on the script he can just really sort of plant himself into it you know and, mm. and go with it and unfortunately yeah. that was one of the things again that let this down for me was the script and the it was the script and just the story um and i i, I thought it was just really like a little it, it could have been it, this could have been sort of truncated into a little 10 minute um uh online only little film like they did with um the mcgann story yeah, that yeah. that's how I think about it the most. It, I think if it was truncated down and was like a little, um, just a little explanation about River and how she got the sonnet, because to me that was the the overarching thing really for this episode. Yeah. All it was was just to explain, um, you know, where where River is and what she's at and how she got the sonic in um, uh, the David Tennant story. The Silence in the Library. Silence in the Library, sorry, yeah. yeah. So that was it, really. And they could have really, you know, squished this all down and, and done a cool little webisode. Yeah. Yeah, well, it I was just, just an hour. It was dragged yeah. out, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. Like you said, it was a sort of, um, it was basically all a lead up to that. And I know what you mean about Capaldi. I think this is one of the things that worries me about, about it. It's a bit like Matt Smith. He got this great, um, great potential mm -hmm. in the actor playing the Doctor, given you know, um, material that really isn't up to scratch. And as I say, you can excuse that a bit over on a Christmas special, I think. But to me, yeah, the script was dreadful. Um, <laughs> the actual storyline was pretty much non-existent. It was just a lead up to that. And um, worst of all, I don't know, a lot of people enjoyed this, so maybe it's just me, but but it just didn't make me laugh. The bits that were meant to be funny just didn't. I just sat there groaning. Like the I whole agree with intro you. With, yeah. with the first sort of 10 minutes with um, River it was really pantomime when she's like going on about so she's talking to the audience that are watching on the screen isn't she about hydroflax and yeah. his head and he's going to perform and she was really over the top in the performance and clearly that's the way it's directed and i think it was supposed to be funny but i just found it over the over the top i was just sat there thinking oh god <laughs> and the scene seemed to go on forever this is one of the things that i i found with it is that there were scenes i was just sat there thinking god oh, just this is dragging like you know they they spent 20 minutes at the beginning talking about that blimmin thing in his head before anything actually happened and then we got to the tardis and then what this is probably the first bit that i did actually enjoy and gave me a bit of hope for the episode was i loved the bit with um capaldi going into the tardis and saying this is my moment i finally get to do this and pretending to be amazed that it's bigger on the inside than the outside i loved that scene that was Absolutely cool love that yeah. yeah and again just shows capaldi can do a bit of comedy without going over the top so yeah that was one of the moments i did enjoy um uh, but yeah i don't know just 
it just didn't work for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. And um, yeah, I, I was going to mention a couple of things that I did like about it. And that was one of the scenes that it's I really liked scene. when, yeah. yeah, he's kind of playing around and trying to fake this first timer uh, kind of thing, which is quite cool. And, and, and I like the, there are moments of, of River Song that I like. There are these little tiny moments where, um, where she's quite, um, she's she's quite, uh, you know, she plays the typical wife part quite well. You know, mm-hmm. they you know they play on this thing where they did it uh, they did it quite a lot with Matt Smith's character where she didn't put up with any crap from him. Yeah, and she was know, like the yeah. typical Erin Dawes uh, type of figure, and I, and I like that play between those characters. Um, yeah, because she, she instantly well just, with Smith. yeah, um, and I think it worked quite well with Capaldi actually, especially those scenes where that well that particular scene where they're in the TARDIS and he's like you're doing it wrong sort of thing and you need to pull that mm. lever and you know she she just doesn't take any crap you know immediately she's she just you know straight away she's like um, you know this isn't I, I think it's just the typical old fashioned husband and wife. Uh, kind yeah. of thing, and I think they do that quite well. To be fair, I, I quite like that with River Song when she's doing that with the Doctor. But the rest of the episode, yeah, I'm not sure. I think it was a little bit, a bit OTT. Mm. Um, I was looking forward to seeing River and Capaldi, uh, River and the Doctor together. You know, Capaldi. I, I thought the chemistry was okay between the two of them. I don't don't think it was. Uh, wasn't bad. Uh, I think she worked well with Smith, but um, yeah, I was really. That was one of the things I was really looking forward to was seeing Capaldi's Doctor with River mm-hmm. and seeing how they interacted. And I think, I think on the whole, it worked okay. I actually thought they were quite good together. Um, Alex Kingston seemed to be. I don't know about you, but Alex Kingston didn't feel like River to me uh, until sort of the latter end of the episode. I didn't feel she was the same character almost at the start. And I can't put mm-hmm. my finger on why. I don't know if you felt that or if it's just me, but yeah. she just seemed, yeah. didn't seem like the sort, you know, River's quite confident and I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but maybe it's because she was sort of, in a way, she was playing along with the whole um, Hydroflax things, if you know what I mean. So perhaps that's why. But she, I don't know. So she seemed to take a while to get back into character for me. But I, I did love that scene in the TARDIS with her and Capaldi. Like he's saying, you know, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also liked it when she said that she was going to just nip off in the TARDIS. And he was like, well, what if he notices? And she's like, well, he hasn't noticed before, as if she's been <laughs> just taking the TARDIS here and there. I thought it was quite uh, quite fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I think on the whole, I think Capaldi and, and Kingston work quite well together, given, you know, with what they were given. Yeah, I, I think they work pretty good. Um, I, I, I think I prefer um, the River and um, the Eleventh Doctor's chemistry. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. I think that worked a bit better purely because I mean it, it's something. It must be. I, I never really thought about it too much before, but it must be something to do with just how old Capaldi is. Um, for some reason, it just doesn't fit in terms of that husband and wife dynamic, as well as a younger doctor like Matt Smith and Riversong, because I think she's closer to... No, she's not actually... She's not closer no, to Matt Smith's age no, at all. Say. But I think it's just because of her... Um, just the way she carries herself as that character. She does seem sometimes a bit larger than life and a lot more outgoing and a lot more, like you say, confident and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I, I think that Capaldi's character is a 
if, if we can imagine them just sat around the TARDIS having a chat, if it was Matt Smith's character, it would probably be a lot more like, let's go out and do this, let's go and have an adventure and all that stuff. But with Capaldi, yeah. it's probably like, let's sit and have a cup of tea and mm. and all that stuff. So I think, yeah, I prefer the Matt Smith dynamic. However, I did think it worked reasonably well. Yeah, it's strange because I think she is closer to Capaldi's age in real life, but she kind of, um, she doesn't look it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Capaldi... Um, actually i don't mean to be cruel but he actually looks older than he is um you know <laughs> i mean i was thinking at the i'm thinking sort of the end scene where he's on the balcony we get you know when you see close-ups of capaldi is um you know he looks weathered um i mean that's one of the things i love about him he, you know he's got a very weathered face there's yeah. a lot of character in peter capaldi's face and i mean that in the nicest way <laughs> um so yeah he does look older than than Alex Kingston, even though there's not that big an age gap, I don't think. Um, but yeah. yeah, I thought they were okay together. I think I just, I don't know, we, when it, I got off to a bit of a wrong footing as well with this episode because we get that lovely sweeping shot at the intro down to the TARDIS and we're on the Trap Street set. Oh, and yeah, I was going to say, is that the same set? Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's not meant to be and I know, you know, we've got budget constrictions and they probably that set probably cost a lot but they didn't really do a lot to try and disguise the fact because <laughs> it because only because it's such a it's such an important aspect of face the raven that's that street so it just seems a bit odd to reuse the set and and not really try to change it because yeah to me yeah. it was so obvious you know we, i know they put a bit of snow and a few christmas lights up but it was so obviously the same set um and it and i think you know maybe if um Maybe if this story wasn't being transmitted so close to Face the Raven was, you might have forgotten it or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, just straight away, I thought, well, we're on the Trap Street set again. Um, in fact, I think, isn't that the third time it's been used? Wasn't it in something else as well? I can't remember. But yeah, so that got me off the raw set. And I also, <laughs> just talking of sort of um, restraints and designs and stuff, I just, the flying saucer. <laughs> now, yeah. I know what they're going for. They're going for retro look. And mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I get it. But they, it, it looked like something out of a Hanna Barbera cartoon. Yes, you know. In yeah. fact, and I don't think it could get even worse. But we, when we saw that spaceship later on, that restaurant one, I mean, who designed that? A ten-year-old. The, the actual design, and and the only reason I get annoyed about this is because we're talking about a, you know, um, it just makes you think that no effort's gone into it. It's re- that spaceship at the end is really basic, and it looked dreadful you know the ufo i can just kind of overlook because i guess they're going for that sort of look retro but yeah yeah i just thought the imagination i kept thinking like where's the where's the imagination this like when we were watching the end of time the other week obviously we had that spaceship that looked a bit like starbuck didn't we from red dwarf yes yeah um but at least it looked fun <laughs> and it had a bit of imagination this thing that was floating through space at the end looked like a sort of a, a sausage with a light at the front or something didn't yeah. it it was really really bad um, and it's, as I say, the only reason I'm only about it is it's just because it makes you think that, that there's um, a lack of effort or a lack of imagination, which, you know, is never a good thing with a show like Doctor Who. You want to be trying to come up with new things, not not sort of, yeah, that'll do. It's only on screen for five seconds. Uh, you know what I mean? It's not, those little things annoy me because it just makes you think the production team don't really care. And yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I could be looking too far into it, but things like the set and the design of Spacious and that, again, just added to my lack of enjoyment, if you like, for the episode, I think. Yeah. No, I read you. And I, I would have preferred them to save the money from the casting and, you know, put that into some other parts of the episode. Um, don't know, mate. I totally agree. 
Um, what did you think to the the Sonic Trowel? Um, well, what, what was, yeah, what was it about? I don't know. Didn't think much to that at all. Well, she um, she told everybody, didn't she, that she was a archaeologist. Oh right, right, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously, the the tools of the trade and stuff. The trowel is uh, is one of the things. But I'm not, I'm not sure why she made it a sonic trowel. No, I did. I just didn't get it. Um, yeah. and I thought I think it's just supposed to be a little joke. Um, really, it's a little joke thing. And I suppose the only thing good thing about it is when the Doctor gives River her Sonic. Finally, um, he does make comment about you know the trowel was silly, so I'm giving you this instead. So. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a plot point, so in that way, in that sense, it it works, I guess. But yeah, a bit silly, really. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't get, and there's always something in Doctor Who I don't understand. So, and I normally come to you for answers. This robot that that keeps chopping people's heads off. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? So, you see this really long claw or knife come out of his finger. So he's chopping heads off. And then putting them on that spike, and then they're disappearing in the body. But how is it? I I didn't get that. Why does it keep swapping heads for? Well, I think it kept, um, I think it kept Nardole's head, um, because he's got a lot of information about River, mm. and that's who he's after. And I think, yeah, I think, was it? What's the other guy's name? Was it Fleming? His character name was it Fleming oh, or Alphonse? Yeah, no, Fleming. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, and. He obviously lopped his head off because he's also, you know, in the thing with um, look, uh, looking for River. So, yeah, I think it's a case of um, I I don't expect him to normally keep hold of heads. No, um, but how are they surviving? Like normally, if you get a if you lop someone's head off, normally they would wouldn't survive very long. So how's that? I do, I know you got to sort of suspend a bit of belief and it's just a bit of fun or whatever, but. I didn't get it. Like, yeah. So he's slopping heads off and they're going in and out of this body and, you know, I just didn't understand that at all. I thought it was a sort of a, a stupid idea, really. Just, yeah. If they were androids or something, I can, I can work with it. But they, they weren't, were they? They were humans. They were humans. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I didn't really get that. Yeah, I think it's just one of those, you have to just um, suspend your suspend your, your belief a little bit and just go with it. Because I'm assuming it's some kind of, like advanced alien tech or something and you know it's because they had these like little blinking lights and little circuit boards on the side of their head and stuff didn't they so yeah um, yeah yeah I, I don't know i think you just have to go with it mate what did you think of matt lucas in it um underused and mm. um, you know I, I, if you're going to cast somebody like matt lucas then I, I he had some funny little moment not really funny but he had some nice little moments like just the way he delivered some of the lines was quite cool um he had that very and I've seen him do that that type of delivery before, yeah. Um, in some in some previous shows that he's written, actually, um, that kind of very um, uh, not silly, stupid character, but that very kind of you know, I don't know, um, like, I, I don't know, kind of you know, Catherine Tate almost could have written it for him. Um, I know what you mean. You sort of know what you're getting with him. Yeah, um, yeah. but I just I don't think he was, he was in it enough. The same with Greg Davis. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he was okay for the sort of the bits he was in. Um, yeah, I, I think you sort of know what you're getting with Matt Lucas, don't you? Like you said, he's kind not that he does the same thing, but he kind of does give that same performance in that character. So, yeah, I thought for, for what he, for the scenes that he was in, he was fine. Mm. He just sort of brought a bit of um, comedy relief to it. Um, yeah. 
He was okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the same for Greg Davies, really. Just uh, wasn't comical at all. I was expecting him to be... I was I was expecting him and Matt Lucas to be more of a comedy double act. Not necessarily that they would be partnered up together in the story, but I thought they would bounce off each other a little bit and we'd have some... Because they're very, very funny guys in most yeah. of the other things that they've done. But in this, it was just... I don't know. But we had the same problem, didn't we, with um, uh, who was cast last year um well last year was last christmas wasn't it we got michael troughton who who um i was really looking forward to being doc two and he yeah. was hardly in it uh sorry um nick frost oh nick frost Have yeah I, oh yeah nick frost of course yeah. yeah see i'd forgotten he was even in it and he was santa yeah and i had the same vibe after watching him there i mean he played it very well for what was written for him but we didn't have that typical you know comedy you know, sort of stuff that we'd seen so much of before. And I, I, I got the same feeling from these two as well, where, you know, it was just, I think it was just that typical, you know, wasted opportunity that we've seen quite a few times, unfortunately. But mm. yeah, because yeah. I like, I like Greg Davis. I must admit, I, mm. I, I like uh, the show Cuckoo he's in. And again, he, he, oh, yeah. he sort yeah. of gives, um, he does tend to give the sort of same performance. So again, you know what you're getting with him. But mm -hmm. I do like Greg Davis. So yeah, I was a bit disappointed he wasn't in it more. Yeah. I thought the episode looked like it was going to get better when we when we actually got on that dreadful CGI spaceship, that restaurant thing. <laughs> Things yeah. seemed to be picking up a bit. Um, I thought, oh, well, you know, we're getting into a bit more story here because that was the thing. It took so long to get going, and we had this running gag of River not knowing the Doctor, which I think really should have lasted five minutes, not not. 45 minutes yeah because that just kept dragging on because we got a great scene where we saw all the doctors um on the wallet didn't we we saw the faces and she's like no he only has 12 and all that yes i liked all that i thought yeah. uh, you know that was quite good fun yeah that was cool last little nod there yeah so then we get on the spaceship and she still doesn't realize she's with the doctor um and then we got to see these baddies um, you know when they're in the restaurant and they were surrounded by all those guys with the yep. scars across the face. Now they they look quite good, and it was quite that was a good scene when they all turned around, like the whole restaurant was full of them. I thought, ooh. And then we got this gross scene where he opens up his head and takes out um, that that little orb was, that thing, orb. the little silver orb thing. Yeah, well, that was, was gross. What was that gruesome. about? Yeah, so unnecessary, and I just didn't get the whole point of it. It was literally there to make you squirm. Um, but I thought they they looked good. I just didn't like the whole head opening thing. It seemed pointless. I was just like, oh god. Yeah, it looked very good. On Christmas Day. They they looked good. Yeah. It did look good. Like the whole the way they did it, like opening up his head. It was pretty cool. But mm. yeah, those guys they were a little bit. I've I've not seen those before. No. I've not seen those um those characters before, and they were um yeah. I think they were just a bit filler. Really, we didn't really need to know too much about them. But they brought um, a bit of tension to the episode because I think mm. that's the thing. It was all very, very much um, laughing and japing around. And then finally, well, I thought, oh, we're getting a bit of bit more content now, a bit more beef on the bone. And it, like you said, unfortunately, it didn't last very long. But yeah. that was quite good. They reminded me a little bit of Half Face Man, you know, the from Deep Breath, actually, just a tiny bit, just oh, yeah. the sort of yep. the sort of menacing nature of them. But the, yeah, they looked they looked quite quite good. I thought. Yeah, and I I think it was cool how that scene was. Um, was set up as well because the um, Hydroflax is uh, the body, the robot part of it. Um, mm. It kind of been the, the thing had been set up by um, River Song's current husband, Ramon. Is it Ramon? I see. I, I, yeah. I can keep track of people's names. Yeah, I think it was Ramon. It was um, he got his head lopped off. Yeah, um, and then he's in pursuit with 
um, Nardole's head underneath his one. Yeah, they you know, which is weird. Changing, didn't they? And that mm. did bring a good bit of tension, like you say, because you had the the whole um, transactional thing going on between the Doctor and River, and he's the Doctor's still trying to you know go along with it and you know and figure out what's how this is going to play out and the river's just you know she's all about the money um and then you've got this yeah. robot as well that's trying to get him so it does it does build up and does add a bit of tension but then the last part of the episode was a little bit it was just a bit wishy-washy really and and that was just that was the crux of the story i think it was he was kind of a bit you know very unimpressed with a sonic trail and somehow he produces this cool looking i mean it is a cool looking sonic Oh, I love River Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Um, he produces that from somewhere. I don't know where he gets it, but um, and then that's it. And then they live, well, according to the Doctor, happily ever after. It doesn't mean forever. It's just um, an evening on uh, Derillium, <laughs> apparently, which is twenty-four years. Twenty-four years. Very strange. Yeah. What did you think of the final reveal of him when she finally clicks that it's the Doctor next to her and all that and. Um, and then there's kind of like the spaceships, there's a meteor strike, isn't there? And then it's just kind of like, um, we just kind of, well, we'll just save ourselves and let, it, I think, I know he lets everyone die in that spaceship, but, because uh, otherwise they would have died. I get that. Um, but were they all baddies on that spaceship? I was thinking, did it some, any innocent people die in that restaurant or was it just, all, or were they all those Scarface? Yeah, people? I don't think, I think they were all there to, to do that thing. I think I'm going to have to think they were because otherwise I think the doctors let a load of innocent people die, uh, yeah. if you know what I mean. Because I know they've got to save themselves. They do actually say, don't they? Um, um, you're not worth, these people are not worth dying for or not worth one of you or something. So they that's kind right. of make reference to it. But um, but yeah. yeah, so yeah, they River and the Doctor whisk off. And that's a nice scene when the Doctor opens the TARDIS door and we see the sort of, engine whatever it oh, looks yeah. like a jet engine yeah he closes it does a sort of tardis jump then it's you know the restaurant i like liked that i think this is i actually do like the last part of the episode i think this is strangely the bit that most people didn't like but right. i liked it from this point onwards because i thought i liked seeing capaldi in control um he just knows exactly what he's going to do doesn't he? he's like build a restaurant here then he does a time jump and comes back books a table you know, I just I like seeing the doctor in control and just knowing, you know, we we've got River on the floor, knocked out, and he knows she's okay. He says, "Oh, as indestructible as ever." And, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I actually really liked the sort of last bit, um, which strangely a lot of people didn't seem to like. Um, we <laughs> finally got to see him give her the Sonic, yeah. uh, which we've been waiting years for. Is that is literally on screen for two seconds? Um, lovely looking Sonic, um, and yeah. And obviously they're looking back across over to the towers, singing towers of um, Derillium. So it kind of brings River's story full circle. Yeah. Finally, finally. Um, and I, I, yeah, I really liked it. It's a little bit sentimental. There's a lot of wishy-washy dialogue. That blimmin' robot thing's a servant in the restaurant, which seemed <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but it, I, I love, I did like the end scene with, with Capaldi and River. Just yeah, yeah. the singing towers, thought it was quite nice and... Um, and all that. I don't know what that end line was about. Ha living happily ever after. What on earth was that caption at the end of it? Yeah, it did, that was a bit tacky, wasn't it? Oh, tacky? I was just thinking, what? <laughs> it kind of like, normally we get a next time trailer here, not this wishy-washy nonsense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, d I don't know what that was about. But, but forgetting that caption, 
uh, quite a nice little scene, I thought, between the two of them. Because um, I think they're sort of finally accepting that, you know, the, she's sort of looking at the doctor who's clearly an older man. Mm-hmm. Um, she's you know, not the same person that she's been flirting with all this time. Um, and, you know, I think she's sort of getting used to that, thinking, oh, gosh, you know. And she says he looks yep. smart and all this. So I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the fact it all tied in. Um, somebody said it, it does mess up continuity. Uh, something about a mini-sode where he already took her there. And I can't think what that is. Oh. Do you know? No. Somebody said, because, you know, she's, he finally takes her to the, the singing tower. Someone said, oh, well, that kind of trounces all over the mini-sode where he already did that. But I don't know. I'm mm. sure there's people screaming at us saying, oh, but I, I don't know what that is. Someone will have to tell us in the comments. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I don't, don't remember that. But, um, yeah. yeah, I thought it was a good, good, nice way to tie up River's story at last. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's taken a bit long, to be honest. But, yeah, but, nice. Yeah, and it was a good... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we won't see her again. Well, not for a long time anyway, because it's all been tied up nicely, really. Yeah, I don't think we should see her again for a while. Um, mm. I, I quite like River. I know a lot of people, I know she's a bit marmite. I know some do, some don't. I quite like River, um, but I don't like seeing too much of her. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I like yeah. her popping up every now and again. And um, Big Finish have got their CD of her diary coming out now, actually, isn't it? So it is out, yeah. She'll yeah. probably work quite well in audio, I think. Um, be interested to see how she's written, but yeah, I don't think we should see her again for a while. Yeah, yeah. Scores, buddy. Scores. Well, uh, it's your turn well, to go first. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be bar humbug, and I'm I'm going to give it um, an overall score of four out of ten. I was I was bored. I didn't laugh, and um, I just thought it was really poor script. Uh, so, despite a few nice moments, yeah, didn't work for me. I'm giving it four out of ten. Okay, I'm going to give it a five. Mm-hmm. Out of ten, I think um, for the most part, I was a little bit um, underwhelmed. A little bit, um, I thought there were some nice little moments, but so, yeah. But overall, I just thought it was a bit of a point, a point, point in the story. I think the last ten, fifteen minutes are the most relevant, um, and yeah. So five. It's, it's it's not one I'm going to watch very often. I mean, I think it's to be honest with you, um, I think it's one of my least favourite Christmas specials. I, it's not one I'm going to watch, I don't think. Again, it's oh, a bit okay. like we're doing the wardrobe. The only time I'll ever watch that is when we review it. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's it's kind of down there for me. Uh, and it's a shame because I, I really want to like it. Um, and I kind of, maybe I should have had a few drinks before watching it because <laughs> a lot of people enjoyed it. And I'm really envious of those people because um, yeah. I wanted to enjoy it. But I just can't lie. I just didn't. And I struggled with my score. I'm just going to hold this up for Gary to see. There's, I don't think he's... Yeah. See how four. I've written that great big. I couldn't four. decide. It went from a five to a four and <laughs> a four point five. But yeah, yeah, couldn't couldn't get into it. Four out of ten for ITO. Mm. But uh, talking of other people's views. Yes. What did you guys think? Uh, we've got some audio clips in. Let's do that before we jump over to Facebook and Twitter. This is Alex Kingdom. The Husbands of River Song. A really good episode, actually. I thought it was going to be a bit of a clunker, but no. I thought it was going to burn the bacon, but it didn't. I mean, obviously. Um, we didn't want to see Capaldi and River, like, get intimate or anything, because <laughs> that would ruin the character of the Doctor, or Capaldi's Doctor, and we didn't get that, which I think was before. But I feel like you could actually feel the chemistry between the 12th Doctor and River. They had really good chemistry, and I think it's better than the 11th and River, and I really like the whole, how, finding out how she got the Sonic, and that, 
Um, yeah, and also you were right, Adam, that like, you said that the shades weren't going to go away even though he has this screwdriver. Now, you were right, because we, we did see him get the uh, shades out at the beginning and then go to the screwdriver. Yeah, and I also like the dynamic between River not knowing about the Doctor. I found that funny. And that scene was so heartbreaking to me personally when she was saying, oh, the doc even he doesn't love me, but I, I love him and he wouldn't be there. And then she just turns around and he like... And she, she realises that he is there, which I really like. And that ending at the Singing Towers is really just perfection. I'm going to give the episode an 8.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed it as a Christmas special. I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed the rest of the podcast. Cheers, Thanks. Alex. Thanks, buddy. He's um, got a point about the Sonic, isn't he? We I thought we were going to see a bit more of it, and it yeah. was only on screen for like two seconds, wasn't it? Uh, Capaldi's new Sonic, I mean. Um and yeah, the shades were back. I knew we hadn't seen the last of them shades. <laughs> Bloody so shades, yep. Doctor's turning into Inspector Gadget now, so we've got shades yeah. and the Sonic. Yes. I really thought they were going to kiss at the end as well. Um, Alex has just uh, reminded me of that. That last scene, you know, we were zooming in. Mm-hmm. I just imagined Capaldi shouting, cut! All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they didn't. Actually. He's having none of it, is he, Capaldi? He's like, nope. Yeah. Um, we had some tweets come in. Uh, this was from WhoFan. Sorry, his name, Twitter name was at whofan86. Uh, he says, this was by far the best Christmas episode in a long time. Mm-hmm. Much better than last year's, and we know how River got her Sonic. Thank you very much. Um, Loopy Lou, uh, she said, I really enjoyed it. Though, is it just me, or was River's character rather different to what we've seen of her before? Oh, I'm glad you said that, because I thought it was just me, Lou. Mm. So I'm glad you thought it as well. Uh, Peter Adamson. Um, at Pedro the Hoovian, he says a very entertaining episode and a great send off for River Song, seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do another audio clip before we jump to Facebook. This is um, Ian Stevens. This one should be interesting from Ian. Oh. Hello, Ian from France here with my review <laughs> of the Husbands of River Song. Appalling, atrocious, <laughs> depressing, dire. Disgusting, <laughs> dreadful, frightful, ghastly, hideous, <laughs> horrendous, horrible, unpleasant, deplorable, abhorrent, awful, bad, beastly, heinous, hellish, lousy, <laughs> obnoxious, odious, reprehensible, repulsive, revolting, and terrible the worst thing i've watched this year and i love trauma movies (laughs) i honestly don't know who doctor who is aimed at anymore but it is becoming increasingly clear that it is not aimed at me a desperately deflating ending to the year I know there's talk of minimal episodes over the next year or true or two and <clears throat> truth be told I'm not really that bothered if it comes back at all just mm. rubbish all round Okay c'est sufi je parti à bientôt mes amis Oh dear Yes Ian, well mm. you've gone this, you've gone down the road of Jeff Waddle <laughs> I know I don't think Jeff commented on our thing this week but I did see on another forum that he enjoyed it and I was amazed so Jeff if you're listening to this I'm I'm amazed you enjoyed this mate yeah but um, Ian not yeah. a fan 
not a fan. I, I, you know, it's funny. I was um, when I very first watched this. If I was my, on my first watch, if I was going to write one word down to describe the episode, it would have been ghastly. Ghastly. Uh, so, so I quite like the fact that uh, Ian, Ian used that word. Um, I, I did sort of warm to it a bit more after, but yeah. So yeah. So who else have we got? Uh, let's do another audio one. Actually, this is Joe Sweeney. Oh, Joe. Hello, Bleeper Box Podcast. Hope you guys are well. And this is my review of um, The Husbands of River Song. Um, when I first saw the episode, I wasn't completely blown away by it because there was a few bits in it that didn't sat right with me. But however, when I watched it for a second time, I really quite enjoyed it. I thought, I thought the scenes between the Doctor and River was written perfectly. And Alex and Peter acted so amazingly and um, and they both worked so very well together and as they, as they're both similar sort of age and I thought that that worked out perfectly and I love the singing towers scene as well that was written so beautifully and I really love the chemistry between the doctor and river negatives I wasn't too pleased seeing the sonic shades back again and that the new screwdriver was slightly underused and Keen Hydroflax, um, Craig Davis, um, I was completely underwhelmed by him, and I find the his acting was slightly wooden. And and I must point out that the the beginning of the scene, tower scenes with um with um, Ramon in a robotic bodysuit, I feel that was slightly ruined a little bit because I feel that it shouldn't really be there, and I just don't see what the point and the relevance of it of it really however um i thought overall very good episode um i'm gonna score husbands of river song um 7.5 hope you all had a good christmas and look forward to your next podcast speak to you soon take care bye bye wow thanks joe some good points there mate i agree with a lot of that 7.5 yes um on facebook uh callum macarthur uh, says, I'm surprised I like this Christmas special. Uh, Capaldi gave a fantastic performance as the Doctor. Alex Kingston as River Song just slips back into the character perfectly. Uh, King Hydroflax is a weird name, but it is a good character and he can change his head. Uh, I love the comedy in this episode. Um, goes on to say, um, uh, when uh, River was going on about how the Doctor doesn't really care uh, or love her, I thought I was going to cry. Um, I love how River has all the faces of the Doctor. Uh, why does she keep a picture of the War Doctor, though? Mm, I wondered that. Um, thank God the Doctor and River didn't kiss at the end of mm. the episode. Um, he gives it an 8.5. Okay. And he's yeah. in Australia at the moment, so enjoying the sun. Oh, lucky you. Uh, Lewis Palmer said, It wasn't bad, actually. Better than I thought it would be. Uh, there were some pretty cringeworthy moments, and the dialogue was awful at some points, but it was mm. quite enjoyable. Uh, I love how it tied up uh, the River Song arc. Uh, when they got onto the ship, it reminded me of a Russell T. Davis story. Uh, although, answer me this, what the hell is the point of Sonic Shades when we have a new Sonic screwdriver? Yeah. Good point. Mm. Sammy Satine, uh, I surprised myself, actually, and enjoyed this one. Um, I liked River Song again. I haven't enjoyed her since Silence in the Library, Forest of the Dead, two-parter. Uh, it was entertaining and reminded me of Russell's Christmas specials. So Merry Christmas, Doctor Who. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Mm. Um, Richard Davis says I hate River Song she is just an innuendo producing thing which was very disturbing especially when it was towards Peter and he's an older and he's older than Hartnell um, 
she just crops up to kill a possibly good story, especially as a tree would have been less wooden. <laughs> Matt Lucas was a massive pain and about as funny as a firing squad. Three out of ten. Oh, dear. <laughs> and lastly on Facebook, Eugene Glover says, first Christmas special I've really enjoyed in years. Even River didn't ruin it. Mm. Uh, one more audio review. This is the ever-entertaining Jay Kent. Merry belated Christmas, Gary and Adam. Hope you had a good one. Now, the Husbands of River Song, I came out of this episode absolutely hating it. So I'm glad I went back for a rewatch because I appreciate it a lot more, even if I didn't think it was the best special. Is there really a best Moffat Christmas special? But let's not talk about that. Anyway, I found that, and I use this term lightly, the plot's very rushed and full of cop out ideas. Like, how can our heroes get out of this situation? I know, I'll just bombard them with a meteor shower, which wasn't forementioned earlier because I'm Stephen Moffat and I can do what I want. Uh, I appreciate the singing tower scene a lot more because I found it's a lovely send off to River's character even if I don't like it that much and if she does come back after this episode then I'm going to be really peeved off uh, but yeah there were some good points like uh, Capaldi and Matt Lucas especially Capaldi's uh, scene where he has to pretend to see the TARDIS for the first time I love that and even though Matt Lucas's character was written poorly his performance was brilliant I found Alex Kingston's acting a bit bland like I know we're seeing River from her past but is she so far back that she's taking GCSE drama exams what's going on there but anyway yeah not the best but I liked it more on the second watch so I'm going to give this a strong I don't know 6 out of 10 I uh, hope you had a good Christmas and I hope you have a happily ever after. Nice <laughs> oh. <laughs> one, Jay. Cheers, Jay. Uh, anything over on Geek's Handbag? Yes, there was a couple. Uh, Matt Wills said the title sequence was fab. We forgot to mention that with the baubles and snow. What did you think of that? Oh, yeah, that was a nice touch, I thought. Yeah, nice yep. little touch. Um, overall, story wasn't brilliant, and Moffat basically t- took a massive, I'm not going to say the word, on the mini-sode. So, yeah, he said it as well. What is this mini-sode? I, I, it's bugging me, because I know as soon as someone tells me, they'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he said it was um, okay. Yeah, he just thought it was a bit, yeah. Matthew Ling said, loved it so much better than last year's special. Ooh, see, I didn't think last year's was great, but I liked it more than this. Alex Pinfold says, I didn't enjoy the episode as much as last Christmas but the last 10 minutes were excellent. George Coppin, really enjoyed it. Not a big fan of the title, but I liked it. Very funny Christmas special that tied up loose ends. He gives it a 7 out of 10. Jace Harrell says, completely dire. Hopefully it will be the last time River is in the show. Jamie Lawson, the first half was really poor. Seriously, I did not appreciate the first 30 minutes. However, the last 30 minutes was the most moving Doctor Who I've seen in a long while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know if it, I didn't find it that movie, but I know what you mean. George Spencer says, loved it. I love how River has now come full circle, and it was sad as well, but thrilling, but thrilling. Reminds me a lot of Voyage of the Damned. Yeah, we've got that funny little blue guy in the restaurant, didn't we? I forgot to yeah. mention him. A bit strange. <laughs> um, who else have we got? Uh,. Brad Black, he says, Moffat has the tendency to take his own plot lines and carry them on for far too long. But this was a fitting end to the Riversong saga. I greatly enjoyed it, he says. Helen Cramp said it was totally bonkers and hilarious, particularly Greg Davis as a Transformer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd cut this person's name is so long it doesn't even finish. Goes into dot dot dot. So I'm going to say Christopher Devotee dot dot dot. Loved it. The best Moffat Christmas special. Really, the best. Whoa, okay, really. okay. Ryan Anthony says uh, he loved the previous three years, 
Um, but did this year satisfy him? Well, I guess so. It was fun, and the overall acting, plot, and script was far from special, but it was watchable. Um, uh, the acting for Incapone in Kingston was good. Not sure about the others, though. Overall, watchable and fun, 7.10 from Anthony. 7 out of 10. Helen Jones really enjoyed it. She she says, uh, story was fun, not too complex, supporting cast were great, and the sets were wonderfully Christmassy. Uh, nice bit of recycling of the Trap Street set, she says. <laughs> um, basically, as far as the scene at the end between Doctor and River was pure magic, and the on-screen chemistry between Capaldi and Alex Kingston was exactly what I hoped for. They were superb together. I hope that's not the only episode we see 12 and River together in. They could get up to all sorts of mischief in 24 years. Yes, they could, Helen. Of course. <laughs> She's giving it 9 out of 10. And finally, Martin from the Bad Wolf podcast, he says... We get a female action hero whom intellectually is nearly on par with the Doctor and Moffat makes her catch a diamond with her cleavage. The problem with this episode (laughs) is that Moffat's three-minute idea had to last 60 minutes. At best, this could have been made a really fun 10-minute mini-episode. That's what you said, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't work past that. So, Martin, not so impressed. Yeah. And that's it. That was it. I okay. enjoyed this, and a few of us, a few of us, were a bit bar humbug. Yeah, so a four and a five, buddy. Yeah, yeah, four and a five. Yeah, and I think we'll wrap there. Yeah. No, that was the Husbands of River song. A complete Christmas turkey. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't so bad. So, um, again, like we've seen, I think this is par for the course for Doctor Who in general, mate. Just every episode is a mixed bag. Yeah, I mean, um, it's good. It gives, uh, gives a bit of, com- you know, com- gives us something to talk about, doesn't it? It'd be boring if we all agreed. Yeah, of course, yeah. So... Four from you and a five from me. Thank you very much, guys, for sending in all your thoughts, audio clips, tweets, and so on. It's all good. Um, we're not sure what we're doing next week because we're going to kick off a whole new series of reviews because there's no newer Doctor Who on TV. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pick out a classic, one from the classic years, but we're not sure yet. So just keep your eyes peeled to Twitter and Facebook and uh, you'll be able to comment on that. Mm. I'm looking forward to getting back into the classics. Oh, me too. Yeah. Mm. I'm in classic mode already. Yeah, me too. So, guys, please remember to go over to the website, www.bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. From there, you can subscribe to the show and comment and listen to all the previous ones and all that stuff. Um, also, check out Adam's channel, The Geek's Handbag, over on YouTube and Facebook. Mm. Loads of good stuff there. Yeah, I shall be finishing up my confession dial video next week. Or, oh, cool. Yeah, very soon. As soon as I've just got a little bit to film. Uh, I've totally lost track of where we are, you know. I'm trying to think what I'm thinking. Is it next week, this week? Anyway, it'll be up soon. So, yeah. Nice one. Uh, so, yes, we're not sure next week, but it will be a classic episode. But until mm. then, mm. my name's Gary. Uh, my name's Adam. And remember, <laughs> uh, uh, Lordy! Lordy!